Jeff, Laura, and Backstage Ben. Things we said on the radio. Time for Attitude of Gratitude. The bigger little things in life that you're grateful for. Mondays, Fridays, nice little bookend to the, the week. If you don't mind, I'd love to go first. Please I'll, do. I'll try to keep it relatively quick. For me, it it's being back in an arena, a community center. Call it what you will. I grew up in a small town, so we only had one pad and one rink, but there's just such a, a community there, even for the non-hockey players, because you have other sports. Ringette, there was a curling rink attached, uh, figure skating. Just to see life back in that area, obviously masking and social distancing in play, but it felt Sweet. I, and the fact there's people there, because when I play men's league, there's nobody there at night. It's 10 o'clock. So there's nobody. The fact there were kids and there were parents around and um, concessions. And I got to admit, oh. that was the best chicken Caesar wrap I've had in at least two years. Oh, buddy. What? Yeah. Wait. Concession stands now have chicken Caesar wraps? Oh, yeah. Depending on the rink, if they have an actual kitchen or a kitchenette, they made fresh chicken Caesar wrap. Well, well, well. Yeah, got a little side of fries. It was a real nice Saturday morning for me. Nice 11 a.m. Uh, lunchies with a snack and then watching the kiddies play is all uh, part of uh, this whole coaching thing we're after. But That'll just, love it. Yeah, a ton of fun. So just that whole vibe. It, I just, it was just heartwarming and felt great over the weekend. So that's my attitude of gratitude. Laura Gaddis. I am grateful to have a weekend with no plans, and I plan to do that for the next few weekends. We have not been home in our own house for like a month on the weekend leading up to this past weekend. It was so nice. I also was behind on so much stuff, but I mean, we pay so much for it. Going <laughs> in a house in Waterloo ain't cheap. Why? It's so nice to just sit there talk to the neighbors. I was like, hey, remember us? We exist. <laughs> and your sense, of, your sense of accomplishment, right? You got a few little things off the kind of that, that list that you have in regards to some renos. Yeah, we finally found flooring that is not gray. <laughs> if you have gray flooring, this is not an attack at you, but every flooring place, we've been looking for two months. We finally found flooring that we wanted for our basement that is not gray. That's all they have available at most places. And I'm telling you, I've never seen so many different shades of gray and not 50. <laughs> saying way over 50 in my life. So anyway, that, like, yeah, it was a pretty exciting weekend. 69 shades of gray. Yeah, yeah. probably. Yeah. <laughs> Backstage, Ben, what are you grateful for? Uh, I'm grateful for the NFL coming back. Oh, oh my buddy, what a weekend. My beloved Seahawks, day one. I won my first week of fantasy football, so. Oh. And there's still a game to go. <laughs> this is great. Is there a money, po- is a money pool in this one? This is a money pool. Oh, oh yeah. nice. Yep. What's the potential jackpot sitting at? Uh, it'll be about 300 bucks, I think. Woo-wee. Yeah. yeah. Let's well, add uh, dinner and drinkies out after the uh, NFL season wraps. <laughs> Not to jinx it, but that's a great start, pal. Not bad for an auto draft. <laughs> <laughs> Attitude of gratitude. Whatever you're grateful for, as you heard, three rando examples to 11053-975-975. Oh, someone grateful for the Blue Jays making a solid playoff there push. You, go. you betcha. What a sporty Ooh. attitude of gratitude. I know. <laughs> Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. I did not know that. I did not know that. I did not know that. You can't put a price on love, but you can put a price on the art collection that must be sold when that love goes bust. Oh, no. <laughs> so divorces, they happen. It's uh, it's just an unfortunate part of uh, well, marriage. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it clearly does not. Almost 50% of the time. Oh, yikes. <laughs> Sotheby's, they've announced this is likely one of the largest art auctions they've ever handled, but equally... It is the largest divorce art auction ever on planet Earth. This art auction could fetch up to $600 million. 
Yeah, that's very yeah. It, uh, it's a real estate mogul and his former wife Linda. And in that collection, they've got a few pieces from Picasso, uh, Andy Warhol. Maybe you've heard of them. Uh, Twombly, there's there's some in there. They began collecting about 30 years ago and then just added pieces here and there. That divorce was almost four years ago. However, between them and their lawyers, well, teams of lawyers, Shocker couldn't come to an agreement on how to settle all of on this. On the custody of the art? On the custody <laughs> of some art. Wow. So what, now they just say, neither of you can have it? We're auctioning it off? The court said, okay, well, here's how we solve this. We just... Send it to auction, whatever the proceeds are, 50-50, and move on. Oh, so that's how that sp- would that's spike suck. Filled. Yeah. Because that if, is brutal. If you want to keep one of those pieces, think of it. You have to go back through the op- auction and buy something that was yours, basically being held in trust right now. 65 pieces will be sold in two different events. The first one's going to go this November, the second in May. Among the pieces, Warhol's uh, Nightmarelands and the uh, the one by Twombly, that, uh, that's an 07 painting. It's untitled. If you look at it, it's like little kids with crayons when you take them out to the restaurant. <laughs> I'm not kidding. And then he just drew circles. It's just red circles. Uh, $60 million for that piece of work. Insane. Wow. Yeah. Insane. That's just uh, when you've got billions of dollars, this is the fun things you do. You, buy, you just buy what you want to buy. Yeah. And they've done just this, but it's uh, it's interesting. And the cheapest piece, though, about four thousand dollars. So oh, yes, even what a the piece co- of garbage that must I know. be. <laughs> <laughs> even us commoners can jump on in on this. But uh, you'll see, follow along. But some of the the coolest piece of art. They said even museums and uh, are, are probably going to get on this action because these have been held in private collection now, as mentioned, for about thirty years. Well, I thought that's how millionaires and billionaires stayed so rich is because they buy art and then they donate it to museums or whatever. And then they get huge tax credits. That I don't know the whole backstory on. There are a lot of, you're right, where there's a lot of donated pieces. I just don't know how, like, the government goes, oh, thank you for your generosity. Here's 20 million off your tax. I don't don't know how that works. I don't know. I want to know. Somebody tell me. (laughs) I do want to know what it takes to be a billionaire, too. (laughs) Right (laughs) up. All right. Mornings with Jeff, Laura, and Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. Taste testing. How, how does it work? If, if you're on the inside of a beverage company, for example, curious to have some conversations with you. And I did some digging over the weekend, and I brought this up because I like to try new seltzers, and I know we're kind of to the end of the summer months, but I got into a seltzer over the weekend, and it, it was not even close to the taste it was labeled as. It was pure disgusting. I am confused on who's taste testing a lot of these going, yep, that's the recipe we're going to run with. I agree. I wholeheartedly agree. It is such a tough market to get into. Yep. And by that, I mean as a consumer to find something that you like. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of it just, there's one that was a, uh, so backstage Sarah's big seltzer fan. Yep. It was like barbecued mango and pineapple or something like that, which sounds like it should be delicious, but it was almost like it was liquefied farts in a can. It was horrible. I think I know that brand. Is that that Little Buddha? I can't. I don't think so. No, I can't remember which one it was. It was a black can. Wait, so your drink was supposed to taste like barbecued pineapple? Barbecued mango and pineapple, yeah. I feel like drinks, first of all, you cannot make something taste like it's cooked as a liquid in a can. (laughs) (laughs) Like, there's your first step. I, I don't know. See, and I know all my friends are on the seltzer train. 
And for me, do you not find that seltzers give seltzers give you the worst hangover the next day? I know it's water, but for me, it just oh, it depends does on the cup. There, that's the other thing is like you can get like what is called just a vodka soda in a can, mm-hmm. uh, like the neutral or the nudes or something like that. Really, really light, but really, really light flavor too. And they're like two point five percent or something like that. Yeah, and the seltzers usually are a little more flavorful, but also more hangover yeah. for sure. I'm uh, I'm also at a crossroads this morning with this whole taste thing because I I am now drinking uh, some some early morning caffeine sometimes okay, on Monday. What you I got? Um, it's the uh, what is this Rockstar Thermo with 180 milligrams of caffeine, <laughs> okay, but it's it sounds supposed like a to taste like blue raspberry. Yes. I feel like if liquid shoe polish had a taste, this is uh. what it would be. <laughs> There's no blue or raspberry. And what does blue taste like? <laughs> well, um, that's a great question. Yeah. I know what blue tastes like. I feel like everyone knows what blue tastes like to them. You have to speak your truth. I ju- I'm at just a shock. I, and I've, I've had the variety of, of energy drinks. And I would say 50 to 60% are actually, they taste good. I can't imagine how this went through, whether it was just a couple of, you know, middle managers or higher ups or even as I started looking, apparently they use a ton of software that way when people are trying it, it's they use analysis of the flavor of foods and beverages to find out how different people react to a sets of the ingredients. I don't know how this would have passed a test. If I had two cans, I'd let Backstage Ben try it because there's, I just, I, I cannot compute this. Is I don't it know like that I want to bitter, try. though? <laughs> no, there, it, Sour, no, kind of, maybe? Ugh, it tastes, it, it's disgusting. Disgusting. But maybe to somebody out there, Jeff, it tastes really good. That's the issue when you're trying to find the flavors for things. Everybody has a different flavor palette. But I have a couple of friends, and I have a friend that he is, this is his brand that he does energy drinks and vodka. And same thing. I went, My, have you tried this? No, he said, don't ever. And by mistake, it was two for $4. And I, I'm all, let me get up. Same thing. Well, his taste buds are going to be different than mine. To be fair, there is so much going on on that can. I don't know how you would <laughs> actually know what brand it is. Yeah. Thermo X. That can looks like <laughs> it's trying to compete with Bang Energy so hard. Like, I'm just waiting for you to shuffle and take your shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> it does look like a NASCAR in a can, right? Really? Yeah, it does. <laughs> All right. Mornings with Jeff, Laura, and Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. It's the Help Desk. Thank you for holding. On Virgin Radio. Today's Help Desk is from Bulema Betty. <laughs> Love that name. If you want to send us a Help Desk, you can make up your own name. You can be anonymous. You could use your real name. However, I would say 99.999% of people do not. Uh, anyway, if you want to send us a Help Desk, go to our, our website, virginradio.ca, and click on the Jeff and Laura Backstage Ben page, and boom, you can send it in there. So Betty, or sorry, Bulema Betty is saying, I'm bi, but I've never dated a woman. I'm in a serious relationship with a man that I will hopefully marry, and the idea that I may never experience dating a woman is starting to weigh on me. We've discussed this, and my boyfriend is okay with me experimenting, but I have a few reservations. I'm not the type of person who can casually see people, so I would need to date, and I worry that I could form a connection that I would not be able to continue because I'm not interested in a polyamorous relationship, and I also imagine most women are not interested in dating someone who is already taken. What do I do? Bulema Betty. It feels to me almost like 
your preferences shouldn't really matter in the fact that you would just want to see other people. Like, it, it, yeah, I could just say I, I'm married, but I've decided I'm really worried I'm never going to get to date another woman again. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like it seems I, that's part of being in a relationship. Yeah, but I think it's different dating a woman than it is a man. Yes. Just as I think it would be different if you dated another dude. Right, but so where's the priority here? The priority is just to give it a try and see what it's like versus being in a committed, like already committed relationship that's maybe a little more, I guess, vanilla than than you think it could be? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know because if our help desker is a relationship type of person and you don't want a polyamorous relationship, then you're going to have to end your current one to start a new one just to see what it's like. Or you're going to have to see, I mean, I would hate to say that, wait and see if your future maybe fiancé breaks up with you and then (laughs) decide to date women. The decision needs to be, do you want a snack or do you want a meal? Because if if you're going to taste test it, and, and kind of, but in a way, it's it's hard to get both out of this and mm-hmm. still move down the line. Well, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of uh, <laughs> ifs and things here. <laughs> I have to actually fully date somebody. I can't just go on a date. I have to fully date somebody. But then I'm already dating somebody. Yeah, and because the boyfriend's cool with it, the person on the other side may not be so cool. Right. Yeah. So that you have to try to figure a lot of math to make this happen. I don't know what the next step is. I just came up with a solution. Hear me out. Okay. Get into a relationship with another woman on vacation. Vacation relationships are a thing. (laughs) Last two weeks. Is that even a relationship? Like, in two weeks, do you know middle names and, like, what your favorite color is by the (laughs) end of two weeks? Sometimes people say vacation love is the best love, and there's some people that, you know, you you know you're not going to marry. However, they do hold a special place in your heart. What about a uh, vacation to a hedonistic resort? But then they, yeah, I mean, if you're just wanting to try it out. Yeah, just go for two weeks. Know you got a room with somebody, but then, you know, you're also there to have a little bit of fun with somebody else. You don't have to go 100%. You could just... You're going to the extreme, Jeff. I'm throwing options out. They're they're asking for help. I'm just throwing ideas out. I don't know. I don't have this thing in my life. (laughs) (laughs) 1-105-3-97-5-97-5. Better ideas than what we have? We'd love to see and hear them. (laughs) Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben. On Virgin Radio. It's the help desk. Thank you for holding. On Virgin Radio. Today's help desk is from Belema Betty. If you want to send us a help desk, you can do what Belema Betty did and go to our website, virginradio.ca, and click on our faces. And honestly, then scroll down. That's it. That's how you submit a help desk. So, Belema Betty is saying that they're bi. They said, I've never dated a woman. I'm in a serious relationship with a man, and I will hopefully marry. And the idea that I may never experience dating a woman is starting to weigh on me. We've discussed this, and my boyfriend is okay with me experimenting, but I have a few reservations. I'm not the type of person that can casually see people, so I'd need to date. I worry that I could form a connection and that I would not be able to continue because I'm not interested in a polyamorous relationship. I also imagine most women are not interested in dating someone who's already taken. What do I do? 
We have uh, a, so a text that just landed said uh, says the following. I lived in this exact scenario 10 years ago. After 18 years together, my wife told me that she thought she might be a lesbian and that she was interested in exploring it. After a few months of awkwardness, I gave her a weekend hall pass. She came back from that weekend sure of her decision and we split. She found herself a wonderful partner and I found the most amazing woman to spend the rest of my life with. Who was I to keep her from being her true self? Ooh, yeah, and we're getting a lot of texts like that. And it, I think Benny was right on this one. Benny, you win. Yes. You kind of said the same thing first. It, yeah. it does make sense, though. It's like if in your heart you're thinking that you might need to go off and do something that could break your current relationship, then maybe whether you end up with a woman or not, maybe this relationship ain't it. It could be the situation of, you know, this guy hasn't done anything wrong to you. Clearly, it seems like he's a good guy. And I think that's part of the reason why sometimes people have a hard time breaking off relationships that aren't meant for them, but Mm -hmm. because they're not bad for them. Does that make sense? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's no negativity. You don't fight a lot. There's still moments of joy, but that whole, that little, that little like flutter in your, your tummy that you get about that, your person, maybe that doesn't exist. And that that can very much happen. Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. It's the Help Desk. Thank you for holding. On Virgin Radio. Today's Help Desk is from Belama Betty. If you want to send us one, you can do that on our website, virginradio.ca. Just click on the Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben page, and then boom, you can send it there. You can also slide into our DMs on Instagram or Facebook. However, this method just really makes you be real anonymous. Find people really speak their truth this way. So anyway, holler that way. Belema Betty saying, I'm bi, but I've never dated a woman. I'm in a serious relationship with a man I will hopefully marry, and the idea that I may never experience dating a woman is starting to weigh on me. We've discussed this, and my boyfriend is okay with me experimenting, but I have a few reservations. I'm not the type of person who can casually see people, so I'd need to date. I also worry that I could form a connection that I would not be able to continue because I'm not interested in a polyamorous relationship. I also imagine most women are not interested in dating someone who's already taken. What do I do? Blemma Betty. Going through this now the third time, you're being very greedy, I think, because this is it. This is your thing, and your boyfriend is being a lot more accepting than I think a lot of people would be. But then for you to be like, well, no, I can't just go see somebody. I have to actually really date them. Yeah. That's way too much. You, it's the, you want every box on your list checked, yeah. so to speak. And, and someone just texted saying they agree with Backstage Ben think that she's using her confusion over sexuality as an excuse. If she really loved her current partner, she wouldn't be looking elsewhere. Yeah. But then it does flip back to the other side. If there is legitimate confusion about your sexuality, I think that does, that throws a lot of wrinkles into this whole situation. So I, I'm kind of very much in the in-between. You need to either have the pot be, listen, we need to hit pause. So you qualified as we need to separate for a little bit. Yeah. Maybe I go see if this is something that aligns with my heart. Or it doesn't. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That I Normally, age shouldn't matter. I wonder how old this couple is, though. Uh, you know, like, one. if it's a very young setup, then it's not a sexuality thing. It's, I, I haven't played the field at all. You're as much as I yeah. as I would have liked to before really settling down with one person. If they're in their 30s or 40s, it's a bit of a different story where you've had kind of an opportunity. Uh, another? I don't know. But, but you can question your sexuality at any age, but I'm right? Not, I, to me, I don't even think it's a sexuality thing. This is a... I am looking elsewhere. Like, I'm interested elsewhere. I'm sort of curious about elsewhere. 
I do think the mature thing to do, it would be the hardest thing to do as well, is like Jeff said, maybe you do split up. You accept the fact, you tell your partner, your current partner, I have to go explore this. Uh, But you also have to give your partner the freedom to move on. If he waits for you, great. But if he doesn't, you kind of have to accept that. Yep. No, I agree with that for sure. Uh, another one, another text. Yeah, just said, uh, "What's the difference between wanting to date another woman or a man, for that matter? You're still sleeping around." Yeah, that yeah. does go back to the, "What is your status? What do you want the status of your relationship to be?" I think it is still slightly different, though. If she's bi and has never been with a woman, I think it, that this situation is slightly different. It'd be different if she's hooked up with a woman before and said, "Oh, I actually want to know what it feels like to be with a woman again." Because I do think there was a sexuality question here. And that, yeah, that in a way almost supersedes the whole, it's not that I'm not loyal to him. I Clearly you love that person because you're in the relationship, but this has obviously been something that has continued to cycle around in your brain for quite some time. Hey, uh, we just got a text. I'll be her experiment if she's my agent type. Oh, boy. Girl, we got your hookup. <laughs> Legally, can we do that? <laughs> what? Can we Can we, Can we? we be the well, go-between here? Why not? It's not you, even, uh... you two married people on a float before. We, well, we, I, yeah, I, well, sh- yeah. sure, we married people on a float, but. <laughs> so, same but very different. Whatever. Maybe we run this to the lawyers first. Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben every morning. Virgin Radio. It's Guest Gossip. On Virgin Radio. The MTV VMAs were last night, and I'm here to tell you, if you didn't get a chance to watch them, then you should rewatch them. Because for the first time in, I think, a couple years, I feel like they were back with the right amount of scandal, with the right amount of talent, all of the artists and the new and -and up-and-coming artists. I think almost like having things be laid low for for a year because of COVID. I think that was kind of good for the VMAs. So last night, scandal broke out before the VMAs even started. SZA claims that she had the red carpet closed on her before she could even arrive. A lot of people are saying, well, don't show up late. Or also SZA, why are you lying? Because I did some digging last night. I guess SZA has been lying about weird details of her life her whole career. <laughs> For example, SZA claims she's allergic to most fruits and vegetables. A super fan has pointed out, no, 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 here she is. She's eat, she eats her greens. Don't worry. Another uh, thing, she's said that she's never owned a TV throughout her life. And one time she was asking fans for recommendations on Twitter because she finally got one. Again, the same super fan pointed out, no, 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 here's you with your TV like 10 years ago. So people are wondering if SZA was lying about the whole red carpet thing. Maybe she was just super late and it wasn't actually closed down on her. Probably the case. That's what I would go with. Connor McGregor and Machine Gun Kelly almost got into a fight. I actually finally found some video of this whole thing happening too. Connor McGregor just snaps and tries to punch MGK. So sources are saying that he asked for a photo of Machine with Machine Gun Kelly. Machine Gun Kelly said no. And that's when fists went flying. Now, Conor McGregor is already responding, saying, I don't know the guy, and I certainly don't fight little vanilla boy rappers. I don't even know the guy. Don't know anything about him, except that he's with Megan Fox. Machine Gun Kelly uh, had Conor McGregor at his concert not too long ago. That's the ironic thing. Confused. Uh, I'm, uh, what, what is this? Did, did something said behind the scenes? Was there a, a text that was not followed up upon? I'm, I'm confused on why drama out of nothing. 
because uh, that's just that's what Conor McGregor's really good at. Once you find your passion in your life and the thing that you're, I guess, put on this earth to do, <laughs> you got to commit 100%. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Doja Cat was host of the VMAs yesterday. She had the most wild outfits, including, but not limited to, having a chair on her head, which actually looked kind of good, considering she had a chair on her head. And also, at one point, she was wearing chicken feet. The chicken feet were hilarious. <laughs> it made me feel like I was at PetSmart buying treats for Limbo, you know? I would love, actually, a pair of those chicken feet. They look pretty cool. I'd, uh, walking, though, would be a challenge. I don't hate the chair hack, because then you can just sit whenever you want. <laughs> what, on your head? You do, like, no, she took it off and sat on it. Oh, my yeah. Oh, oh no. There's, she performed while sitting in that chair. <laughs> Incredible. So here's the thing, though. During the VMAs, there was a commercial for Pepsi that, that debuted last night. And I don't mind this song. However, I can see the audacity of them doing this on National Grandparents Day because grandparents everywhere must have been very upset by this rework. You don't That's a jam. Uh, yeah, that is a jam. Come yeah. on. You, I love when Doja Cat says, She's always got that bit of yodel. Oh, yeah, that's fantastic. Anyway, super fun rework of You're the One That I Want that debuted during a Pepsi commercial last night. However, I can just wait. Give it a couple hours because, you know, it'll take a, a little bit longer to pop off on Facebook. But once it does, mm-hmm. it's going to be like, oh, kids these days and their <laughs> terrible cover songs. <laughs> Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. This just in. Normally, deals, deals, deals happens Thursday, right? When new flyers are released, retailers offer sales and bargains and that kind of stuff. I couldn't wait. I had to bring this to you as a connoisseur of a nice scent. I'm a candle guy. It's (laughs) it's been a long time coming. Bath and Body Works Canada online soon will launch. Because to this point, if you'd wanted a Bath and Body Works, you must go in store or buy it out of the U.S., paying U.S. pricing, getting hit with duty. Uh Uh-uh. They announced back in January, shocker, in the pandemic going, uh, sales are down because our bricks and mortar stores are closed. Mm -hmm. What do we do? They said it would be uh, up and running sometime in the fall. It's soon. They haven't given us the exact date, but in the next little bit. It could be next week, could be next 10 days-ish that you have the ability to do Bath and Body Works. Yeah. Yeah. Freeze your credit card now, Mr. Jeff Kelly. (laughs) I'm all over guy. Remember, I chase the bargains, not necessarily the smells. Well, I like good smells. There's certain stores that sound like, um, well, you know, a dollar or less. Um, They will receive candles from Yankee Candles that have been relabeled. Because if you take a a blow dryer to it, you can peel off that top label. And multiple times I have done this. Because I went, wow, that candle looks really familiar. And sure enough, it's the Yankees candles, which which pretty good. And and, I mean, a lot of those stores are being shuttered across the country right now because they're $40 for a single candle. I was going to say, it's Yankee candles rebranded at a cheaper price? Uh, Like $4. (laughs) Huh. Okay, well, I guess I'm going to the dollar store today. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. you got to find the bigger name dollar stores, if you know what I mean. Mm, Brand Not not necessarily the offerings. Yep, yep. So so hunt there until. But, I mean, if you're just in love with Bath & Body Works and all the offerings they have, whether it be the oils and the wall plug-ins and hand soaps, you know, what is it, 700 hand soaps for 25 bucks? They have that sale every once in a while. So bring yourself Uh, all loaded up. It is, I appreciate you if you are one of those people that has the Christmas hand soap and the fall hand soap. Ah, oh. definitely. 
I, you are the best kind of people. Yeah. Well, and to me, that's like I will use a pumpkin spice hand soap. That's, oh, yeah. a, well, that's one thing oh, that smells great yep. around the kitchen sink or even in the can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you betcha. So. <laughs> Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. On the line, Matthew, talk about hustle. So finishes his overnight shift at Pure later. And now uh, now you're off to school. So where, where do you go to school? I'm at school at Western. Look at this. Uh, right now. Hustle hard. So he's got that whole job thing. And oh, then going into class too. Unbelievable. Quite impressive. And uh, so you're a geography major right now. But yep. t- still to be determined in regards to what's next. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. Uh, you know, if I like what I'm doing enough, I think anything's possible. So like that. Well, I love it. That's and then great. when you're out of school and you want a little break and travel, you'll you'll know all the little nooks and crannies of planet Earth that you must go see. So that's pretty well, wicked. Exa- exactly. I mean, I've, I've been to 13 countries so far, so a bunch more <laughs> on the way. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Hey. That's so cool. This is diversity and culture all blended in. I think we've got a we've got a good opponent for beat backstage. Ben, welcome to the trivia game. So we played in and around uh, 840, 845 weekdays. We want to see what Matthew knows. So we're going to kick Benny out of the room. And then he's going to come uh, back in after Matthew runs through the series of three questions. And Laura has all prepped and ready to go. And most points out of three wins. And I'll ask uh, Laura, do we have a uh, theme today at all by chance? No theme. However, based on Matthew's choice of classes in school, I, I'm just going to say this. I feel like today might be your day. That's good because there's a lot of days that I do not know the answers. So we'll <laughs> see. Okay. Well, Matthew, are you ready to beat Backstage Ben? I'm ready to try my best to be backstage, Ben, because I know he's tough to crack, so. (laughs) Okay, well, here we go. First question. This is the one that I think think will be right up your alley. What is the capital of New Zealand? The capital of New Zealand is Wellington. You got it. Okay, second question. This one is multiple choice. Which instrument has the most strings? Is it A, the harp? B, the piano, or C, the guitar? Uh, I'm going to go with piano. That is correct. Oof. Piano averaging around 230 strings. It's a lot. Yeah, you don't you don't think of that because you just see the keys. It's the yeah. fact you yeah. don't always see the inner workings of it all. Yeah, by, I feel like you see it with harp, you're going to want to yell harp out. So I like yeah, this. Yeah, exactly. You know a harp has a lot, but if you pop open a baby grand, you see all the, all the strings there and... I definitely got more. In a way, and what I've always loved about this game, Matthew, is that Laura loves to secretly troll Benny because like, she gets enjoyment out of when he loses. I do. I yeah. get a lot of enjoyment out of when he loses. Not just a little, yeah. a lot. Hey, you got to appreciate yeah. and be grateful for the little things in life, and that that is definitely one of them. Third mm-hmm. and final question, Matthew. Okay. What is the more common name for the clavicle? Uh, the clavicle? Yep. Uh, that would be your collarbone. Oh, three for three. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Can I get a little? Oh, okay. Well, can I get a celebratory? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Close enough. Close enough. (laughs) I don't know. I don't don't normally make a celebratory. We're going to go for it. Well, you do today. Benny just making his way back in the studio. Yep. Uh, Just to give you a little update, Benny. Um... Matthew went three for three. Three for three. Oh, <laughs> buddy. All right. Matthew, would you like to trash talk Mr. Backstage Ben? Um, you're not going to do better than me, so. Uh, <laughs> no, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> facts. More facts, huh? I love this. 
Ah, okay. Well, Benny, you ready? I'm ready. What is the capital of New Zealand? Wellington. That is correct. I, I was going to say Auckland for a minute. I'm glad I went with Wellington. Yep. <laughs> okay, second question. This one's multiple choice. Which instrument has the most strings? Is it A, the harp, B, piano, or C, guitar? Trying to be sneaky, sneaky over there. It's piano. <laughs> yeah. Forgot. Now I'm just remembering Benny took piano lessons that he didn't want to take as a kid. Long time. <laughs> Long time. Okay, third and final question. What is the more common name for the clavicle? Organ? Incorrect. Oh. Oh. Yes. Oh. Oh. oh, that'll work too. <laughs> <laughs> There it's it collarbone. is. Collarbone. Collarbone. Matthew, impressive. You could tell he is a uh, man of uh, of higher learning, of education. <laughs> <laughs> that is a 3-2 win. That is only Backstage Ben's, let me just double check and verify. Not at 30. 28 loss. 28? 28th loss. <laughs> what a great way to start the week. Yeah. For not only Matthew, but Laura, again, as she said. Two people this winning. Is a win for both of us. I'm, I'm, yeah. glad, I'm glad to help. <laughs> Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben on Virgin Radio. It's 30 days of something that, with just as little as two minutes up to about 12, you can change your life. It's true. Today is the beginning. It's day one of 30 days of jump, round two. Electric Boogaloo. (laughs) (laughs) Many people have asked the first time around, hey, when are you doing this? When are you going to do another one? And I kept procrastinating it because, to be honest with you, I've been enjoying uh, the end of summer by eating and not moving a whole lot. However, fall is a time of change. Time to change your insides and outsides, just like the leaves on the trees. So here's how 30 Days of Jump works. It's super simple. You don't need a gym membership. All you need is a jump rope and somewhere to jump. You could do it at the gym if you really want to. But the goal is you need to do a little bit of jump rope every single day for 30 days. A minimum of two minutes of jumping up to a maximum of 12. That's it. You can jump however you like. And we've had some conversations in regards to the equipment. It's very, like, very little is involved. A pair of shoes, uh, handy. Obviously, if you're jumping on concrete. But you even started with, like, a pretty cheap jump rope. And then, actually, you were gifted a bit of a weighted rope from a, a lovely virgin listener. And what a difference that made. Yeah, so originally I was starting off with, you can get them for like five bucks at Fitness Depot. They're still weighted, but they're like $5 jump ropes. Uh, Because I was jumping on concrete, they would often split and, you know, give you a little bit of an injury if you mess up, which is more inspiration to jump harder, to be honest with you. (laughs) However, not the most comfortable or safe way to do jump rope. So uh, thank you to those who gifted me. It's an epitome. I think I'm pronouncing that right, weighted jump rope, but it's got like a thicker cord on it. But either way, you could start with $5 one, you could go with this one, which isn't too much money either. The, your biggest investment might be a good sports bra. <laughs> <laughs> True, because you can get that good weighted rope for about 30 bucks. Yeah, but I'm telling you, as somebody who uh, I tend to spend a lot of my week, my work week, either napping and then, you know, once you stop moving your body, you want to always just be sitting. Mm-hmm. Doing this 30 days of jump will 
I hate to sound a little opery, but it's going to change your life. What it is? will. It's a, a little bit of physical activity is low-hanging fruit. You talk to uh, anyone in the health and, and wellness field, doctors, you get your body moving. You know uh, what your brain does. It pumps out some good, happy chemicals. And mm-hmm. why wouldn't you, right? And, and then once you're in, but and how many days in would be a safe guess to go, okay, by day this, it'll start, it'll feel less like a pain in the butt and there'll be some enjoyment attached to it. Is it five days? Is it a full weekend? It might not even be a full five days. Honestly, if you keep doing it, now I would say if you're doing the full five days and you're just doing two minutes a day, then it might, you're, it's going to take you a little bit longer. However, let's say you do seven minutes of jump rope for the first three days. I can guarantee you, you will have a 100% increase in skill over three days. I like this. Give it a go. You know what? You've motivated me, Laura. I'm going to Amazon me a, a jump rope. Are you? Benny will verify. Yeah, I'll show you. I'll do a screen cap. You want my old uh, painful one? No. no. I can bring it for you. No, no, no. Got some barbed wire that you can use? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben every morning. Virgin Radio. Bad boys, bad boys. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? It's time for another installment of Dumb Local Criminal. This time we're headed to uh, St. Thomas, Ontario. (sighs) This is a follow-up to a story that... We had the first chunk of the story last week, and that was with Prime Minister Justin Trudeau in London, part of his campaign stop, like all. They're they're knocking on doors, shaking hands, the whole bit, just trying to drum up some votes. And well, during the campaign stop, after he wrapped things up, there was a group of other people there, uh, supporters of another party. And someone decided that they should throw a handful of pebbles at the prime minister as he was getting onto the bus. And, and what happened is it, I think he got one or two in the back kind of thing. And then it also hit other party staffers and some journalists. So police, shocker, did an investigation. Bingo, bango. They got the guy. A 25-year-old from St. Thomas. Uh, should we oh. announce that Shane Marshall had a really stupid moment in his life and has now been charged with one assault, a count of assault with a weapon? Because a handful of pebbles. That's badass. Not. Not. Oh, boy. What, Way what? to go, St. Thomas. What? I thought St. Thomas was the best place to live in Canada. It's getting up there for best place to live in the world. What happened? Where did this man go sour? Boy, that's a that's a really good and long question. <laughs> <laughs> this is just this does a disservice for the so it was the PPC party that was there. He was the Elgin Middlesex London Riding Association president and has been subsequently removed from his position two days after that incident. But man, if you were trying to make any sort of change, what does this do? This just this this is bush league. This looks terrible. In all shapes and sizes, it doesn't matter where, how you look at it. There's, it doesn't matter who the prime minister is. You, can we can we be adult about things? You can have, you can not agree with someone, not enjoy policies, but that, that's the point of a democracy. You vote, you vote change. That's yeah, how it yeah, happens. Yeah, yeah, it's all violence. Like yes, well, well, with pebbles still in paper, it uh, it's a serious in nature assault with a weapon. But wait till uh, if this happens and he ends up a little with uh, some time on the inside. You know, you're having lunch. Hey, what are you in for? <clears throat> Saw with a weapon. Oh, yeah? Bat? Car? Wrench? Wrench? <laughs> uh, rocks. Stole a kid's rock tumbler in the science center and uh, threw some shiny pebbles at the prime minister. All the smooth ones? Yeah. <laughs> Lamest game of clue ever. <laughs> <I know. laughs>